Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. Scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends, and happy Monday. I hope you enjoyed your weekend, and I hope you're ready to kind of switch gears a little bit. For the past week, we've been talking about Jesus' dialogue with the Pharisees. First, they were testing him, and Jesus was speaking truth. And then he started to really call them out. But before we move on from that, This weekend, I was listening to a sermon from Tim Keller. He is one of my favorite pastors to listen to, and he was speaking about the story of the prodigal son, which by the way, he has a book about it, The Prodigal God, which is amazing. And I will share this sermon to my Facebook page so you can listen if you want to. But he was talking about the two sons, the one son who we all think of in this story, who was wild and went away and spent all his dad's money, But then the older brother had the heart of a Pharisee, someone who was self-righteous and prideful. And Tim Keller um, said this quote, The Bible says, I don't care if you are the most religious and the most obedient and the most moral person in the world. I want to know why are you doing it? That sums up all of Jesus' dialogue with the Pharisees. I don't care if you are the most religious and the most obedient and the most moral person in the world. I want to know why are you doing it? What is your heart intention? In this same sermon, Tim Keller also said, God's love for you is not a response to your performance. It's not a response, it's not a function of your perfection, it's a function of His perfection. It's not a function of your loveliness, it's a function of His loveliness. And that's where the Pharisees get messed up, because they think God's love is dependent on their actions. But in fact, God's love is unconditional and never-ending and never-changing. We've seen what that looks like to be prideful. To think that God's love is dependent on our performance. To think that God's love is dependent on our perfection or on our own loveliness. That we forget it is all based on the loveliness and the perfection and the sacrifice of Christ. And that what matters is not our actions, but why we do every action we do. And why does this matter? Jesus is about to tell us as we dive into Matthew chapter 24. And we're going to start looking to the end times. To what will happen before Jesus comes again and we live eternally with him. So let's dive into Matthew chapter 24 verse 1 reading from the ESV. Jesus left the temple and was going away when his disciples came to point out to him the buildings of the temple. But he answered them, You see all these, do you not? 
Truly I say to you, there will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. And we know now that Jesus is talking about the destruction of the temple. That was a historical event when this beautiful Jewish temple was torn down in the year 70 AD by the Roman army. As he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered them, See that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and they will lead many astray. So many people will come and say, I am the Savior. See that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and they will lead many astray. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed, for this must take place. But the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are but the beginning of the birth pains. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and put you to death, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another, and many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. And because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. The one who continues throughout all of these trials to have faith in Christ will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. So as we look at the end times, and I want to say now, and we'll talk about this more tomorrow, there are many different interpretations, ideas of what the end times will look like. But regardless of what it looks like, we can see here that it's going to be difficult. It's going to be painful. There will be tribulation, people being put to death, falling away, betrayal, false prophets, lawlessness. It will be difficult. But there's also a beautiful promise. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. It is Mindful Monday, so as you approach your week, I would like to give you this question. How does God want to use you to share the gospel? He says, and the gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world. 
And if you are a believer in Christ, he wants to use you. The only question is how and where. Sharing the gospel doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be moving halfway across the world, although it can look like that for some people, and maybe it will look like that for you. But it can also be small. It can also be sharing the gospel, loving words, loving deeds, words of truth, even if they are hard to hear. Words that align with God's word and his heart of loyal Hesed love. And that can be small things that have a big impact in your circle where you are today. Even if that is just your family, your friends, your local church, the person in the checkout line, whoever it may be, how does God want to use you to share the gospel? And if you don't know, I'd invite you to ask. Spend some time in prayer asking God, how do you want to use me? Open my eyes to the opportunities you have placed around me and give me the boldness to speak your truth. I will see you tomorrow morning. I am so proud of you for starting with scripture. You can also visit hesedheart.com for even more resources, including faith-based yoga and Bible-based meditations.